Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is the Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. All right, so I I'm just going to say, yes. I haven't ever received as much positive feedback than from us just talking about hibachi. It was a big episode. <laughs> and you were wrong. <laughs> That's okay. So the big takeaway is I won. The poll went in my favor. It was t- it was close. And you won the Instagram poll, but that was only thanks to your vote, so I don't think it should actually count. So we tied the Instagram vote. But I, sw- I cleaned up in the Facebook poll. Well, Facebook is the most ignorant place on earth, so... I don't care. Of all the places to be... They could be uneducated. I don't care. They agreed with me. I would. I would gladly oppose Facebook. Um. So, <laughs> I want to take the lessons we've learned over the last however many times we've recorded a podcast together, and, and just talk about hibachi every week. No, because I think that's going to get old. No, I don't think people are going to like that. No. I want to try and. Argue about food every week. No. Again, I don't know if that's really going to work. That's already a podcast that exists. No. I hate socialists. I like where this is Democrats. Going. Liberals. Progressives. I hate the LGBTQ movement alliance initiative that includes the black lives matter movement i dislike these people and i try not to be someone that holds hatred in my heart you're so, wrong hold on hold on hold on i'll let you go let me I'm finish just, this you this can. is important because th- that's not something that i don't like ever say good I, I i'm we can argue it but if you don't understand that being one of those things that i've labeled at this point in time if you don't understand that all that is doing is propping up the most corrupt criminal organization to have ever managed to hold power in human history, that is the United States government and its NATO allies. It's not just the United States government. The central intelligence agencies, the black ops organizations, the corporate establishment if you don't understand that being associated with those things and just regurgitating the talking points that those organizations put out there on social media and in the mainstream media i think you're doing yourself a disservice and your family members a disservice and then by extension our country a disservice so like my political beliefs i firmly have my whole life held and that's why we have this podcast essentially right because we both are political and we talk about politics and we think that those discussions are relevant and i feel like we've been boxed into a corner by these people where we can't freely discuss our ideas and opinions we certainly can't have a platform if we do and i don't ever feel like that's fair so it's gone so far now where i think it's time for me and you to just explain to these people why rational 
individuals like ourselves who may not hold the same beliefs as them deserve to be able to talk. Okay, let me just start by saying, way to use the momentum of our well-received podcast last week and immediately just alienate everybody and we're back to zero listeners. Love it. I think that's where we thrive as a podcast. <laughs> so I think that's a great start. I really do. I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I think that's where we go. But I think you're wrong and right at the same time. Okay. You're 100% right that these people are propping up this this corrupt, uh, basically crime syndicate that is our government. Yes. Where I think you're wrong, and this is something I'm now thinking, because i you can go back and listen to this podcast. That's what I, th- I, I want have, you to go back and listen. To I have many said times said, like, yeah. I hate these people. I I was wrong then. I don't hate these people. Yes, I hate their ideology. The ideology. I They're, agree. And it's not. It's. But that's the thing. I love these people. Correct. The people I love because they're people in my life. The the weirdest thing to me is when you break it all down. Right, like you you just labeled socialists, liberals, progressives. Democrats, and when I think what to me when you say Democrats, I kind of think like middle of the road Democrats, not the progressives, like your your establishment Democrats. If I think if you're someone who looks at yourself in the mirror and you say the Democrat Party is the party that I want to further in this country, now you don't have to say that you want to further the idea. I don't like the GOP, but I recognize individual politicians across this country and in my own local communities that I think do. A good job. And at this point in time... I don't think there are any. There's not many. Even the ones that you think do good don't actually do anything, and I think they're just doing it for the the brownie points of the people like you who go, well, at least this person's saying the right things, but sure. like, they're still not doing shit, so That's fuck fair. them too. That's fair. Um, but my, my point is, is like... Again, you labeled the LGBTQ in there, the Black Lives Matter. The, like, that's a huge... The corporate movement. Like, the, you have put all of these different groups into the same bin. And what that says to me... They are is, in the same bin to me. Is like, of course, I agree. It's the ideology. But like, it is the ideology. Their ideologies are all different and are all exactly the same. Yes. They are all... I Again, don't we've hate, talked about... We've, we've t- said this a million times. I don't hate... Any color, I don't hate any individual person. No, of course not. I have friends, I have family who are all different things. The point the point here is these are not these are political organizations. These are not Correct. And this is what I was gonna say. They're not fired up, I love actual movements. That's exactly what I was about to say. The, is the authenticity doesn't feel there. They used to be. And listen. They used can, to be. They both can, used to be. You can call me whatever you want. You can tell me um, a... I mean... I was going to say you can call me a Trump lover, but you can't. Like, I'm not... A, like... I was a Trump guy then, in the moment. Because... But, like, yes. that was my only option. So, like, now <clears throat> I'm sitting here... Uh, what is this, almost two years removed now from the election, or a year removed from the election, and all this shit, and, like, I look back and I go, okay, like, Trump was a failure, he didn't do anything I wanted to do, so, like, and he goes out and he touts the vaccine and all this other shit, so, like, fuck Donald Trump, like, fuck everybody, like, my, my point is, the authenticity that I feel from people like me, 
in my situation who are on Twitter or on Facebook or on a podcast or on YouTube, wherever they are, and wherever they're speaking to the people about what's about the corruption, about what's about why are they censoring this, why are they censoring that? To me, that's where the authenticity lies. When I see the the democratic talking points and I fight with these people about the vaccine and mask mandates and all these things, it just doesn't feel like they believe it. It feels like they're being told to believe it. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just because that's where my bias is. That's where my opinion comes from. But that's all I know is to, in life, is to trust my gut when dealing with people. And when I... Okay. Here's how I'll say it. In your daily life, how many times do you come across someone and maybe something gets said about the vaccine or something and you have like a little moment in public where like you you realize like you two are like on the same side and you go yeah like let's go brandon right like something as simple as that i think it happens a lot how many times have you been out in public and you've encountered one of these crazed mask lockdown you if you're not vaccinated you can you never run into them they're, they're not they're, real people they're out there though in such small numbers. They are small numbers. But, but they're the most powerful, which is but crazy. So that's my take on it all. I just ask that people have memories. And when we were walked into the Iraq war and the years that followed, we recognized how bad the Republican Party was. That's what led to the Tea Party movement. And this country revolted at the Tea Party candidates, the ones that were tied to the Koch brothers. There was big resistance. And I remember mocking those, those Republicans. I remember, oh, you know, the conservative, uh, whatever. All I'm saying now is Democrats today are the same thing that the conservatives were back then. You are the puppets of the corporate establishment. You are getting us killed. And if we're not careful now, because I don't think, unfortunately, the average American understands much outside of what's happening in America. And on the global stage, the chess pieces are being lined up for the last dominoes to fall. Like, if you don't understand that the pandemic was propaganda... That our response to the pandemic was propaganda-induced. And that propaganda-induced response was by design because the corporate entities of this country want you to submit to them. They want your money. They want your house. They want everything you own. They want you to rent from them. They want you to lease from them. They want you to use Uber for the rest of your goddamn life. They don't want you to leave for five miles from your house. They are not building a prison. But they are. The walls are being put up around us. Now, in China, on the borders of India, in the seas outside of Taiwan, the threat looms that a military action could take place. There's scuffles already going on. On the borders of Poland and Belarus, there are scuffles going on. In, the, in South America... We have conflicts and countries rising and falling. And at the same time, 
Russia is threatening the borders of Ukraine. And we have an ineffective president that has that has okay. compl- wait has already been bought by all of these countries. This is a game. This is a script. And once the world war or the financial collapse, it's all done. Um, you use the term ineffective leader or who's already bought by these countries. <laughs> I don't... The, the being bought by these countries, I don't give a fuck. Like, every president's been bought by every country. Trump was bought by Israel. Who cares? And the ineffectives, like... Every president's really ineffective. People made such a big deal about, like, Trump going to meet with foreign leaders and, like, what would happen. Oh, he's getting this and that. Like, he's going to get taken advantage of all this stuff. I never worried about that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you think this guy's going to go into a meeting with Putin or whoever it is. He's going to go to one of these summits and he's going to make... He might say some things that are a little, like, outlandish, but he's not going to be taken for a ride. Joe Biden cannot speak in fucking public. What do you think happens behind closed doors when he is sitting with a leader from another country? He's not fucking there. So forget ineffective. Forget being bought. He's He cannot be put in these positions, especially in such a critical time like this. Like, we are in such a... a uh, a, like jumping off point of at any moment any one of these things can happen and who knows where we go next this is the guy who has to lead us Bro. forget democrat forget republic forget any of that like just look at who he is and the people on this side that you labeled in the beginning that prop this motherfucker up this is what you want but here's the seriously thing. but they don't know the people that they're actually propping up they don't know who Jake Sullivan is. They don't know who Anthony Blinken is. They don't know who, who Valerie Jarrett is or Susan Rice is. All these people are still there. Yeah, they've never Barack left. Barack Obama is still there. They've never left. So, like, you have to understand they what just, the agenda was. They just crept was. in the shadows for four years. You have to understand what the agenda was of the uniparty establishment. Remember, John Boehner and Paul Ryan. I was about Ryan to say Boner. And, and John McCain. These people were with the Democrats. They were working together. Dude, look at, people, the, look at the blowjob everyone gave the Bushes while yes, Trump was president. Yes. And fucking Mitt Romney. Yes. Mitt Romney. These people are all on the same team. So yeah, like, of course. So Bush and Ma- Romney and Ma- and Harry Reid and McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they pretend to be something different to you. They are no different from one another. But here's the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say one last thing. Yeah. Uh, there were senators on television making nuclear threats against Russia. We are not playing fucking games. Well, they are. They are playing, they are games. playing games. I'm talking about our friends and family who tuned in for an episode because they could take fucking light shit. Yes. I'm trying to... Pl- I'm pleading to you. If you're still listening to this, this is a fucking SOS. I'm pleading to you to understand what our politics actually means and what we're actually doing and where we actually are. Don't support anyone. Don't like Trump. I don't care, but speak out and stop letting it uh, stop letting the creep come to our doors. Listen, I get I get the call. But like <laughs> no you're yelling like into a void. Like no. there's no one there. <laughs> like like, like no, like, seriously, ah, even yeah, the people no. who are listening, 
No, if they not. don't already agree with us, they're not listening. Fucking in one ear, out the other. Because <laughs> this is what we've done. This is what we've done as a society. Yeah. We stare at our phones. We only follow who we agree with, and we go, "This is this, this is the news. This is reality." It's yeah. like we all we everyone lives in these two separate realities with what's really happening. I'm and asking being us to unify them. around one reality. Yeah, it's where, not gonna happen. Wait, wait, wait. Just let's live in actual reality where China is actually a threat to us, and that's Russia not actual reality. Is actually, though. like, remember, at the end of Trump, one of the main reasons why I was forced to vote for him was because Hillary Clinton was trying to put a no-fly zone in Syria, which would have instantly led us into a hot war. With Russia. That's what they wanted. These people want that. So, like, the people you just elected with Joe Biden, I was saying before the election, if, oh, you know, these people, hey, they want war with Russia. Why do you, th- what, the whole, why do you think the whole, whole Russia gate thing, thing was? Happened? They're like, yes. They were trying to spark war with, with Russia. Tr- they're like, hey, if we just make Trump seem like he's in bed with Russia, maybe he'll just, like, to prove he's not, go to war with Russia. Because, like, again... They you want only, World War Three. Of course! Do you know how much money they're going to make? <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, imagine if you had a ton of stock in... Lockheed like, back, back before, like, weed was legal. Yeah. In certain places. You had you had millions of dollars. Billions of dollars in weed stock. And you're just holding There's on no to it. There was no weed stock before weed was legal. And you're just holding on to it. And, like, some companies that, like, you know, once it goes legal, like, these... And the whole... Federally legal, all across. And you go... Woo! It's like a lottery ticket. That's what these politicians all across the fucking country, that's what they're holding on to. Because they're in the pockets of the war machine that is the, the United States government, and they're just holding this lottery ticket, and they know as soon as war sparks off, guess who gets to cash in those tickets? They do. Guess who has to go to war and fight these people? Your children. <laughs> Our children. Me! Maybe me. Like, I'm 27 years old. If we go to World War Three and they start draft, I just can't. Am I going? The, I just can't believe the meme of draft our daughters is like on the border of being reality. Like, it, I think it should be. It's so close. Quality, baby. Um, but wait, yeah, I want. So I want, I want to tell a story. Wait, before okay. the story. Yes. Before you were like getting into it, and you were like talking like this for some reason. You had your hood up. It was hilarious. It looked like you were a prophet. Like. <laughs> the future is dark. <laughs> run while you have a chance. Uh, no, I'm not asking anyone to run. I'm just saying, like, can we get to? On I the don't same think any page? of this is gonna happen. By the way, I hope not. I don't think it will. But I don't know if the people that are trying that are. And if it does, do you really care? It's yes. gonna be pretty cool to be like, "Told you so." No, I'd rather be wrong. Nah. Uh. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying I know anything. I love, All I'm saying is, dude, I love the concentration camps going on in Australia. I'm just I saying that, that's where we're at. I look at it and I go, "This is great." This is great. I've been saying this is going to happen, and it's happening. <laughs> exactly. It's great. I was right all along. The, the vaccinations, like forced vaccination shit, wasn't just about COVID. Oh like, my we've god, we've been saying this shit for a decade. I know you said you wanted to tell a story. Wait, I do want to tell a story. I saw a commercial. Yeah. During was it yesterday? During the Sunday night football game. Or was it during the Thursday night football game? It was during either the Thursday night football game or yesterday's football game. A, like a commercial about New York City kids ages 12 and under. Or like 16 and under maybe. And how they need it to get vaccinated. Like, you don't want to miss out on your sports teams, do you? And like they have kids like, I love playing baseball with all my friends. 
and I can only do that if I'm vaccinated. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> like holding kids hostage. It's nuts. There's a gun to their it's head. It's scary. But anyway, you can tell your story. Uh, when I was in college, I was a politics major going in because I thought I wanted to do politics. And I quickly learned... In the swamp, baby. And that was because I really do like... And what got me into politics initially were like current events and like world affairs and, and even domestic affairs. Just... Just, like, newsy, current events stuff. Whatever you want to classify that is. And when I got down to it, I, I understood that politics was more about, like... Calling um, people to raise in, money? Let's call it interperson, interpersonal manipulation. Seems like a nice way to put Competitive it. Competitive interpersonal manipulation? <laughs> I don't know. So it wasn't my thing. I don't like that shit. I don't like the actual... If you watch House of Cards, I love when they talk about, like, getting stuff done for elections so that they can win elections in certain rural stuff. That The way they do that is so cool in that show. I despise everything else because I think that's really real. It is really real. Yeah. And... <laughs> so when I changed to media... I quickly fell in love with the idea of doing journalism because, at the time, Julian Assange was unloading on the Bush administration's war crimes. Um, and, and a bunch of stuff, like what he did with Iceland, all these things that were going on in the 2010s and the early, even before, with Assange. He was like my personal hero. Uh, that's what I was going to go into journalism for. I was going to go like do cool shit like that. I wrote for a sports blog. I was going to maybe do sports journalism. But regardless, then, be a journalist because there's someone who inspired you to do journalism. Yeah. Someone who did it when, the right way. When the Obama administration decided to prosecute him for those releases and forced him to run and hide in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, it felt surreal. And that's when I learned the names like John Brennan and James Clapper. And, jo and even James Comey at the time. Names that I wish I never knew. But that's what got me into that part of the world. That's when I first heard the name uh, of uh, Mueller. What the, Robert Mueller. Because he was the head of the FBI. Like, these people were scumbags. You mean were? Are. There you go. Now, regardless... Those are the heroes of the establishment beltway political class of this country. While Julian Assange rotted away for a decade and a half without any due process. He was going to be tried as a spy for doing what the New York Times does, for, but better. Mm -hmm. And actually getting shit done. Like, I don't know if people understand that, like, an entire country... Through, overthrew their government based because on what of, he yeah. showed them. And all he did was show them the truth. Now, people net say and, and accuse Julian Assange of selectively releasing certain materials to create hysteria. All I can say to that is... When the Washington Post and the New York Times start giving us the truth, that's all we ask for. Now, and I say that because we all recognize in this country, at some, uh, 
the word conspiracy theorist gets thrown around so that you don't under so that you don't recognize we are all conspiracy theorists about something. Does anyone trust the government a hundred percent? And if you do, doesn't that shouldn't you be checking yourself at that point? Not not if you think the government's like this all well you have thing. to be blind deaf and dumb and even then i believe helen keller had the capacity to understand what governments around the world are allowing to happen to a journalist for 12 years he is going to die in front of all of our eyes he's being slowly executed at the behest of a government that is bought and paid for by billionaires around the world. That all they do is slaughter innocent civilians in poor countries with billion dollar weapons in our name with our tax dollars. This is simple shit and it's true. And you get censored when you say it. Correct. We need to come together around that reality. Not conspiracy theory, reality. And I want to live in reality. I'm sick of being gaslit. That's where. That's why we have this podcast. Because I think me and you, when we're together, we live in reality. And I enjoy it. Or at least our truth. Can we have our truth? If I can go out there and put a wig on tomorrow and say that I'm a woman, I want to be able to go out in the world tomorrow and say that I believe that there is a global syndicate of international billionaires who are bilking global governments in order to enrich themselves, impoverish the working man, while destroying the fabric of society in order to redesign it in a more favorable way for them. That's my truth. That's where I get a little upset when we talk about China (laughs) and go like, they kill journalists over there. It's like, we do the same shit. Like <laughs> we do it. We killed a lot of journalists. There's, who's the journalist? Michael too? Hastings. Michael who Hastings. Fuck. I was gonna God say. God damn it. I was gonna say Michael. God like, damn it. Yeah, I don't like, even want to talk about Michael Hastings. Because it happened. Like it. It happens oh. here. Oh. Julian Assange is a great example. And by the way, like when they say he's selective, right? There's a reason why they do that. It's because when you okay, if I reveal the truth to you, I can't deny the truth. Because, like, it's true. But what I can do is I can, like... Ooh, I'm going to use a word here that I don't know if I'm going to use properly. Obfuscate? Obfuscate. 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 (laughs) You're going to obfuscate it and make it look like... Like, I'm going to get you riled up about this other shit so you can't trust the truth. But at the end of the fucking day, it's truth. I don't give a fuck how selective Julian Assange is with his shit. Which, by the way, I don't think he's selective at all. I think he just gets the truth and he prints it. I hope so. But even if he is selective, if what he prints is true, I don't give a fuck. If, if I'm reading truth, that's what matters. And that's why, today, your not mainstream media, your corporate media, is fucking dying. No one cares. And we have a population walking around like babbling fucking idiots who don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because they're not getting told what's going on. And they're being lied. They're being lied to their face. Yep. You have people like Rachel Maddow, who's just a hideous person. <laughs> no, seriously. She's a despicable human being. As is, you can pick a name. Brian like, Stelter's they're all, to me. They're all awful. If I have to rank them, let's do like an awful news host around the country draft. Don Lemon, one. No, my number one is Brian Stelter. 
I kind of like him because <laughs> he looks like a troll. <laughs> and I, like, if I ever saw Don Lemon in person, I wouldn't do anything. Because like, I feel like he's a little, like, intimidating. Like, if I saw Brian Stelter in person, you might bully him a little. I'd kick him in his shin. Like, nothing <laughs> crazy. What, am I going to get arrested? He kicked me in the shin. What are you talking about? I didn't, like, I don't know. But Can you get me a water from back then? Can you reach my, out? No, I can't. All right, I'll get it. Really? That is so far away. How long do you think my arm is? Um, you know what I'm going to compare this podcast to, by the way? Do you want one? No. We've talked about, like, a lot of heavy stuff tonight. Coming off of, like... I've, I feel like we've been on a tear of podcasts that like, haven't really touched politics and stuff. Yeah. I picture this podcast, like... You're in, like, a museum, and you want to steal something. There's all these lasers in the room, and you got to get through the lasers. And in movies, you see them, like, do, like, all the cool moves to get around them. And, like, all these lasers are, like, really big topics. And it's like, all right, got to be really careful as you talk about them. And you're just running through the room in a straight line, like, not worried about the lasers. You're just setting everything off. Yes. I think that's kind of <laughs> what we did tonight. Like, you're just like, fuck it! <laughs> Come and get me! I'm stealing this fucking egg. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, the election integrity shit. As the resident conspiracy theorist in my friend... You know, you know what the problem is? family group... Yeah. I'm sorry, continue. No, I'm just saying, like... Just like Julian Assange, that goes back to... We're talking, like, almost 15 years. Election integrity shit. 2004. 2004, I was 14 years old, and I remember believing in my heart of hearts, Kerry won Ohio! You dickheads! You dickheads! I'm so mad at my friends and family who I love, and I would never do anything but plead with you to at least recognize that I'm not an insane person. Well. But in 2004, John Kerry won Ohio. Go go look into it. And then read what, what you happened. You are insane, Jesus. but like... I really think that the insane people in today's world are, like, the people who are just, like... Dude, like, I think about all the time, like, when I was, like, growing up, like, real young, yeah. when, like, we first got the Nat Geo package, and, like, I used to love, like, the Ancient Alien show on there. Yeah. Like, the old school ones. And, like, those people, like, they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy, man. But, like, if you've been... We've talked about this before. I don't even know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but just in life, right? Like, if, if you get... Abducted by aliens, yeah, you're gonna sound fucking crazy. Like no one's ever gonna believe you, <laughs> and you you have to live your life knowing. Like I feel like we're kind of like that now. We're just yeah. like, just yelling about all this stuff. And this is what I was gonna say before is like, do you think one of the problems with it for people like us and like people I love, like Dave Smith, truly is like a person I I respect and admire and think he's a brilliant man for a, like he's just a comic yeah. but like he's so involved and he's so smart and he's like true libertarian values and the reason why people are are so easily drawn to the party system the, the democrats even the republicans is it all just too much like is it yes of it's, course it's, it's too right too much. okay like we're not even where do we start shit no but like that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much <laughs> there's wrong. so much wrong. Like, I remember the... the you Lawrence, don't have to go that far. The Lawrence Lessig TED Talk, right? Where he talks about... He nailed like, it. Everyone can have... No, but I don't think he did. Mm -hmm. I don't think he did. I think he was way off. But he was on the right track. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, forget what he did after and voting. I don't care about that. Because like, it's not just the money. In the in the talk, right, he, he pitches this idea of, we all have the issues we care about most. Some people it's climate change. Some people it's uh, abortion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what your number one priority is. It all starts with this problem, which is money and politics. And it's like, yeah, like that is a problem. But like, that's not really the problem either. It goes back it is, somewhere. It is. No, but it's, it's, it's not. worse than that. It's not like, the money. It's not the money. <laughs> it's the it's, power. It's the power, which is government. It's like, it's all so much. Like, we have. This is why. We I have Ghislaine Maxwell on trial right now. Wait, I want to go. Do you yes. have any faith anything is going to come from that? But that's the thing, dude. One of the things. There's so many things. I want to go back and amend what I said at the beginning because the point was I don't hate those things because I don't... I'm not someone who harbors hatred in my heart. But I really am disheartened by those things. Especially the socialists, right? When I said, like... And I wanted to say, what the socialists are like... The socialists are the most frustrating and the progressives a little bit and the Democrat socialists, like... They are constantly arguing that everything that's wrong is like capitalism as if we live right now in like capitalism as if like this is the fucking free market no no dude you live in a fucking feudalistic oligarchy i think capitalism solves all problems i don't think it solves it i don't i believe i believe in the a free market yes everything everything should be privatized and run in a free market that's all well and good. No overarching governments control anything. But we're now arguing about economic systems. And all economic systems are going to breed inequality and suffering. And we have to... We, like we... Uh, might go back to the trees argument from whatever episode that was. We have to talk more about what, what's in human nature. Is economics in human nature? It's not in any other... Living organisms' nature to like. No, we made it, and now we're fucked. Yeah, we're like, what are we doing? We're slaves. To what are we doing? But like, do we think if we run into aliens that they're going to be like, "How much money you got?" No, do you, they're going to vaporize us. They're going to vaporize us. Five hundred thousand dollars right now, or we'll fucking kill you. No, they don't give a shit. Do you think they're going to come here and they're going to be like, "Do you want some uh, zugzogs?" And we're going to be like, "What's that?" Like, That's our fucking currency. We use it for everything. We might need to buy some fuel. No, we're idiots. Like, the socialists need to stop arguing about economic systems. Stop trying to implement your... The reason why I say to a socialist, you are just arguing for a less ethical economic system. And the reason why it's less ethical, we've said this on the podcast again, is because you're, you're, you're forcing more people to do more things that they wouldn't want to do against their will. Which is the only reason why capitalism is better is because you give more people the opportunity to do more things. Unlike a socialist system where you're giving less people less opportunity. You're forcing more people to operate in a way they might not choose to want to operate. You can have a socialist system within a capitalist society. You cannot have a capitalist system within a socialist society. I agree. Um, Here's where I want to end it. Good. Maybe not end the podcast. Let's end this. Just end this. I'm going to give my last thoughts. Yes, I'm going to give my last thoughts here. 
Oh, did I just lose? No! It was well, good. I, I'll I get my good. last Wait, hold on. You can collect yours. No, hold on. I want this to be silent for a minute. You got it. Moment of silence. Oh, okay. Got it. People like me and you. Yes. There's tons of us. Italians. Yes. We get Italian Americans. Right? Like in the beginning American you started Italian. in the beginning you started this by saying I just want to be able to talk about it, right? Yeah. We get so much hate. Yes. So much shit from everybody. Sure. Whether it's about the vaccine or if it's about government corruption, it doesn't matter. We're going to be attacked for it. We're the lunatics. Which is fine. We accept it. As long as the people we're arguing with and the people who disagree with us, I need you to understand this, th- this and this is so important. So important. What we do takes balls. Yes. It is so fucking easy <laughs> to toe the party line. To I don't put give the a black f- square in your Instagram profile. It is so easy to be <laughs> that, that side. It's, what are you ever against? Nothing. You are just, you get to live in this make-believe fantasy land. Where everything you do is so right and righteous and perfect, and everyone who opposes you, is people evil. like me, we're the wrong ones. We're evil. It is such an easy world to live in. Yes. When you go on Twitter, when you go on Facebook, you know you get the masses behind you, you get the corporations on your side, all the celebrities agree with you. It's great. You get the little. I get it. No one ever tags your posts with, this is harmful. I get it. I get why you're on that side. Get it. But just understand, you have no balls. Yeah, you're pussy. And it takes balls <laughs> to do what we do. Uh, my last thing you, is... It, it takes no courage to do what they do. That's all I'm going to say. My last thing is, I will forever believe, and it's through pers- first-hand experience... Uh, not first-hand experience, God forbid. It's just through experience with what it was. Pizza Gate is real. And... If you interpret that statement to mean that there was, like, a, a pizza parlor in D.C. where Hillary Clinton ran a sex ring out of, you're an idiot. And if you interpret that to mean that baby John Podesta is aware of, tra- of sex trafficking in the D.C. area, then, hey, there you go. But I don't want to make accusations. I have no proof. I just want to say, the corporate media establishment is... It one and the same of the Silicon Valley tech giant establishment. And the way social media purged and then eliminated discussion around child sex trafficking, that investigation is what brought Jeffrey Epstein back into the public consciousness. That investigation is the only reason why now they're trying to... They're trying to make Ghislaine Maxwell... Her name is Ghislaine, I know. Jislaine Maxwell. Joe Rogan to- literally. That's so funny. They said that Joe Rogan had Blair White on. And they were talking about it, and he was purposely like, "I'm gonna call her Jislaine." I mean, that's. A, I think it's you have to do that. Her father was a spy. These people are all connected. She's best friends with everyone in power throughout the world, so we cannot let. The media suppress this trial, send her to jail, kill her in prison, and let it die there. You cannot believe that Jeffrey Epstein is the only procurer of underaged women and boys for billionaires around the world. 
And if you don't understand that trafficking of all kinds, human, weapon, organ, if you don't understand that trafficking of all time, of all kinds, in order for them to be the multi-billion dollar black market industries they are, takes at least some intelligence and government awareness in order to happen. Then you have to at least come to the conclusion that it might be possible governments are facilitating this to happen. That's all. There's no way this podcast is going to get any listens because it's going to be blacklisted and will never show up in anyone's feed. My last words, even though I already said my last words, <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. Uh, I just want to say to Google, you're a big company. You do all this cool stuff sometimes. You'd probably do horrible stuff too. I don't really care. <laughs> What I really want to say to Google is, like, with all the money you guys have, who the fuck did you guys pay to come up with your Google Fi uh, jingles? They're so bad. <laughs> A phone plan that can is your slow... You're Google. The songs are terrible. They're not catchy. They don't rhyme. And a phone plan that can doesn't even make any sense. So, Google, if you're listening... Pay me. I'll come up with something way better than what you got going on. But I'm tired of your ads coming up before every YouTube video I watch. And it's not even good. Good. So fuck you, Google. Let's take a break. I'm going to use the bathroom. And then we'll come back and talk about something lighter. Well, I'm kind of done. I think we can give it like... I have like one or two other things. I think you got to just say it now then. I got to pee real bad. You got a bottle? <laughs> uh, come on! I want to watch this game. What time is it now? Matthew Stafford has no yards. Told you. We're off to a good start. See, there we go. <clears throat> uh, I just would like to take a second to collect myself after the. All right. Fine. Oh. We here at the Brothers Ketchup wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsors, us, for all the hard work and time we put into this podcast. We have been dedicated to providing you with a weekly podcast every week for however long, and we just want to say, no thanks to you, you don't give us anything. Well, you listen. So we thank you for that, but other than that, we don't have sponsors. We just have ourselves, and we... Really don't want you to do anything other than stick around. So if you've stuck through this far, we thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. You are the reason it exists. Actually, we are the reason it exists. But we also do love you. And have a good night. All right, we're back. I uh, want to welcome to the podcast. I figure best way to lighten it up, let's bring on a special guest. We have a special guest baby here. We're here with Rose. Can you say hi, Rose? Hello. Hi! Oh, there you go. She wants the microphone. Uh, and what we're going to do is we are going to read a good night story. So if you're listening to our podcast, hopefully this is like some ASMR. Get yourself into a good frame of mind. Relax. And listen to the story on the night you were born. So this is by Nancy Tillman. Shout out, Nancy. Nancy probably sucks as a human. I'll hold the pictures up so you can see them, Frankie. Nancy no, probably... Frankie, do you want to describe the pictures? Nancy would probably hate you. I hope not. 
you want to describe the I picture? bet she's a socialist. I have no ill will for Nancy. Find her I on dislike Twitter. her socialist ideology. Though. Right. If Nancy um, is a Sure, socialist. I'll try to describe photos here. Alright. On the night you were born, the moon smiled with such wonder that the stars peeked in to see you and the night wind whispered, life will never be the same because there had never been anyone like you ever in the world. Uh, it's a baby in a basket in a window, which seems unsafe. <laughs> she's like... She's inside the window, though, and it's closed. Yeah, but, like, she's just on the window sill. What if she gets out of the thing and pushes the window open? There's a moon outside. <laughs> yeah, nice. like... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, I hope there's someone watching her. What are we doing, Nancy? So, enchanted with you were the wind and the rain, and they whispered the sound of your wonderful name. The sound of your name is a magical one. Let's say it out loud before we go on. And I don't think one and on rhyme, so I don't know if that's supposed to be. Um, there's a frog. It was a little weird. On the one side. And then the other side has the creepiest little baby face in the sky. <laughs> and it's raining musical notes onto an umbrella. What do you think, Rosie? Do you like that picture? Is there a baby face in the moon, too? Are there two different baby faces in the sky? Do you want to open that door for Quinn real quick? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The moon ha- also has a face, but it's definitely not a realistic human I'm baby a, face. I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of this book, but uh, <laughs> we can keep going, I guess. Alright, blame Nancy. Damn socialist. It sailed through the farmland, high on a- the breeze. Who in the world is exactly like you? Who, who, who? Rosie is currently crawling um, up my entire body. Yeah, she doesn't seem to like this story either. Uh... Uh, again, there's musical notes in the sky. The moon has a weird face. Looks like an old man face. Looks like, uh... For some reason, the moon is Zordon from Power Rangers. <laughs> Zordon. <laughs> That's about it. Wait, what about the guy? You didn't mention the man standing there, or the owl. I mean, there's an owl. <laughs> and then there's a guy with a hat. But you can't see his face because there's a hat. There's a cowboy and a sombrero. That's not a sombrero. Over the ocean. Ooh, it's a dolphin. We should, in a wave. This is like a good Miami Dolphin Dude, why don't image. we write children's books? We could totally do that. <laughs> Seems very easy. The, bub- the Brothers Catch Up Publishing. I'll do the pictures. You do the words. And through the trees. There's a cardinal. And then a tree. And face moon. Zordon. Yeah, I'm ready for Zordon to leave, but I feel like he's going to be on every Hi. page. Say hello. Ooh, I like this. Whoa, that was weird. Until everyone heard it and everyone knew uh, of the one and the only ever you. So every page preceding this has been an illustration. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere we go photorealism. <laughs> and we get a duck and a, her kids with the baby moon in the back. But those are, that, those are it's just, is that just a photograph? Like, that's not drawn. Oh no, it is drawn. From far away it looks like a real... This is my favorite picture. That's just a really nice picture. It's a cute duck with cute little babies. Not once had there been such eyes, such a nose, such silly, wiggly, wonderful toes. In fact, I think I'll count to three. So you can wiggle your toes for me. Why does the baby have three toes? <laughs> a one, a two, a three, a three. 
the moon is moldy on the left. <laughs> and then on the right, now the baby's in an open window. So the window that was closed is now open, but they put the... It looks like they put the baby closer to the open window. They're trying to get this baby to fall out the window. That's yeah. the only thing I can but take for, from this book. But you the toes. I don't know why there's only... Well, no, it looks like in that picture there's multiple toes there. Yeah, it definitely has enough toes in the picture. But the baby has his feet up. Why are you assuming the baby's gender? It's feet up. There you go. <laughs> when the polar bears heard, they danced until dawn. Uh, I've got nothing to add to this picture. It's polar bears. But I would like to say, I don't think it's... They're dancing. Smart that we always advertise polar bears as these cute, cuddly creatures. They're vicious and would rip apart any human in the blink of an eye. Rose, do you like this story so far? Rose hasn't listened to one word. Say, do you like the story so far? Say hi. I just want to watch football. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. From faraway places, the geese flew home. Uh... It's the lighthouse, which is cool, and then there's geese. That's about it. All, the, moon is, the moon is in all these pictures. I like this me. next one. The moon stayed up until morning next day. Um, there's a scarecrow, which is... This is, this is a really cool picture. Uh, it's like in a wheat field, and like the wheat looks like it's falling. There's crows around them. Very cool picture. And none of the ladybugs flew away. Lame oh. picture. <laughs> what? Is cool frog. That frog's ugly. I remember I like frogs. Little, didn't we have a book when we were little where, like, the frog... Oh, it was about frogs or something? I hate frogs. The I don't frog. think so. That was that book. The Lady and the Toad. Also, you remember that book where the the pigs flew? What was that book? No idea. Oh my Either gosh. of the books you're talking about. I gotta figure that out. Johnny Appleseed? What was the long one? So whenever you doubt just how special you are, and you wonder who loves you, how much and how far, listen for geese honking high in the sky. They're singing a song to remember you by. Or notice the bears asleep at the zoo. It's because they've been dancing all night for you. Or drift off to sleep to the sound of the wind. Listen closely. It's whispering your name again. Uh... It's got geese on top, the cool scarecrows on the bottom. It's, the scarecrow's like dancing now. It's like a dancing woman. Um, if you quizzed me on this book, <laughs> I'd fail it. I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what it's about. It's talking about how you're special. Oh, look, everyone's together now. Except for the geese. If the moon stays up until morning one day, or a ladybug lands and decides to stay, or a little bird sits at your window a while, it's because they're all hoping to see you smile. If a polar bear showed up to see me smile, I'd be terrified. Staring into your soul. That polar bear's not waiting for you to smile. It's waiting for you to sleep, to claw your face apart. The only reason why he hasn't eaten that duck yet is because he, he sees you as a bigger meal. This last page. Uh, I think there's two more pages. For never before in story or rhyme, not even once upon a time, has the world ever known you, my friend. And it never will, not ever again. Um, there's doves on a castle. And the last 
part of the story. Heaven blew every trumpet and played every horn on the wondrous, marvelful, on the wonderful, marvelous night you were born. And that's it, baby. Good job, Rosie. Thanks for reading a story with us. Say goodnight to all of our podcast listeners. Oops, I just, just hit her in the it. head with the <laughs> microphone. Just it back. Just bopping it with your head. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night, Rosie. Hey. Uh, hey. Uh. Alright, so Cardinals are going to cover minus three. Yeah. I tend to always just bet the over on Monday nights because I think it's more fun. But it's 51. They both have pretty good defenses. But they both have pretty good offenses. offenses. I think this could be one of those games. I don't think we've had a game like this yet this year. What's the over? 51. Too high for me. I don't think we've had a game yet this year though that's like just turned into a shootout where it's just like drive score. We had one drive. yesterday. No, that wasn't really a shootout. That was just a weird first half. It wasn't like a shootout. It was just weird. Like it was weird scores. Like a, a kick return. Grant's day. I saw someone made fifty thousand dollars yesterday because they bet Jakeem Grant to score two touchdowns. That's awesome. I'm so happy for him. You, I'm you not. Look, I hate him. Great. I hate Jakeem Grant. No. Jakeem <laughs> Grant, if you're listening to this podcast. I wanted him gone. I was done with Jakeem Grant. Jakeem Grant was an experiment. And I don't and, know if you can call him an experiment. He was on the team for, for like five years. What the team years. invested in him? Four years? Three years? For what the team invested in him, which was very little. Yeah. What they got out of him was good. Plus the draft pick. It was good. Good. Nothing to complain about. Yeah, agree. He had a great time here. I'll remember him finally. It's but really good moments. His bad moments are bad. It's nice that he can go to a team that now has given up something for for Jakeem Grant, and he can be good. But like, let's not listen. 
he was, he's capable of having good games. We know that. We've seen it. Sometimes. But he's going to have a game, whether it's this year or next year, where he's going to muff two punts and he's going to miss <laughs> a ball in his hands. And that's just who Jakeem Grant is. He's not an X Factor. Maybe he got out of it. Maybe that's no, no. You are who you are in the NFL. He needed Chicago. You don't just no. No one needs Chicago. (laughs) You need the Bears. Unless you're Michael Jordan, you don't need Chicago. Um, I'm I'm torn on this over under fifty one. Let's do the over. Right, that's kind of what I think. Like it's just (laughs) let's be fun with it. All right. Uh, Total points by Cardinals is twenty six and a half. I think the Cardinals are putting up like 34 on their own. Yeah, I would be over there too. Okay. I'm not going to touch the LA Rams total because I don't care. Uh, touchdown score. Um, Cooper Cup will score a touchdown. No, I don't put that. What? Those are the type of bets that kill you. No way. Yeah. They're my favorite them. ones. You think Cooper, Cooper Cup scores a touchdown every week? There's so many guys in this game. Cooper Cup scores a touchdown every week. That's not true. No one does. He scores a touchdown almost every week. Almost every week. Uh, I think Kyler Murray's scoring a touchdown. I think he's running one. You think he'll run one in? I don't know. So that's... I mean, I do. But, like, that's the scariest bet on... <laughs> it's like, bet the quarterback scores a touchdown. Was A.J. Green scoring a touchdown tonight? No. Zach Ertz. Rondale Moore. It's so hard. Like, last night, everyone who scored a touchdown was like, man, ball's just getting passed around. Yeah, that's what happens. But then your guys didn't get it. Yeah, but, like, you always got, like, Cooper Cup. When the Rams get into the red zone, the first person they're looking to is Cooper Cup. So if they get into the red zone three or four or five times tonight, pretty good chances he's going to get one. Unless he doesn't get open, or he gets hurt early, or it's just not his night. Yeah, of course. But like, and that happens all the time. Yeah, but then if he gets hurt and things happen, like, then the under... like You can't do that with bets. Like, so why tie it into like the overs and the unders? Because then it ruins everything. But when you hit it, it's better. Uh, total touchdown passes thrown by the player. They're both one and a half. See, like, I would take the over. On both of them? Kyler, at least. Matthew Stafford's not going to throw two touchdowns. Seems unlikely. They can run it. Who's their running back? They have a back by committee over there. Sony Michelle, like... I'm taking the over. Uh, Total receiving yards by the play. I don't like receiving yards. It scares me. I like receiving yards. Uh, Van Jefferson, 55 and a half. See, like, I would go cups over. Like, what's his, uh, what's his over-under? 98 and a half. So that's high. It's high. He's not getting 100 yards. He might, but, like, that's, that's tough. Um, I, I'll be honest. I kind of like, uh, Christian Kirk at 48 and a half. And then I also like, um, A.J. Green at 39 and a half. Thirty-nine and a half is like. Is Odell got an over there? Is he yeah, playing? Yeah, yeah, he's forty-nine and a half. See, do you Odell's wanna bet like over a and do AJ Green's over? All right, so we're gonna go Odell forty-nine and a half. AJ Green like the, thirty-nine. The and old half. receiver resurgence night. Then we got total rush yards by the player. Kyler Murray. Do cup. Do cups touchdown too. 
Oh, now you want Coop's touchdown. Cup's touchdown. Now we're getting crazy. I'm going to win a ton of money if this thing hits. Um. All right, Kyler Murray. What would you guess his rushing wait, wait, yards? What was Odell's over? Like forty-nine, and AJ Green's was thirty-nine. Forty-nine is so high. That's not that high. I think it's high for Odell. If Odell catches two passes, like if he catches two passes, he's got sixteen yards. If they ca if he catches one slant, then he <laughs> breaks. It's like oh. Yeah, but. Uh, Kyler Murray's is twenty-nine and a half. In rushing yards. Yeah. That's so tempting. I don't see how he's not getting 30 yards. <laughs> he's like, it's guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, I guess Aaron Donald and Le'Veon Bell probably makes it a little bit harder to run, but like... Not Le'Veon Bell. Von Miller? Jesus Christ. Not Von Miller. The fuck's his name? <laughs> I don't know. No, it is Von Miller from the Broncos. How did I get him mixed up with Le'Veon Bell? I'm taking the I thought you were trying to name the running back. No. Le'Veon Bell's the running, the running back. back. Yeah, that's what I thought you were trying to say. Uh, I, hear, I just hear the baby, like, screaming inside. I think that's it. So it's a nine-leg parlay. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hefty. It's a lot. Yesterday was 11. What is this if this one hits? There's only $200. <laughs> That's a five dollar bet. It's a five dollar bet for two hundred. It's pretty good. But last night was a four dollar bet, and it was five thousand if it hit. Did you do Kyler's over in touchdowns? Mm hmm. What was it? What's his yards? Does he have passing yards? Oh, you know what? Did I skip passing yards? Or was it was just not there. Because I do like passing yards, but I didn't see it. Total passing yards by the player. There we go. Um, two seventy-two and a half. I go over. Now Stafford's is two eighty-six and a half. Can I was tempted to go under. Yeah, <laughs> do the under. Then you got the year eleven legs. But, How much but is that? Here's the here's the scary part about going under. I have him thrown to Odell for fifty. Okay, so that's fifty locked in that I want him to get. Yeah, and then I have him throwing a touchdown to Cooper Cup. Okay. But that's like two drives. I mean, twenty six is a. If their if their offense struggles tonight, he won't get three hundred yards. All right, let's see the difference with it or without it. Let's see, because now it's up to a ten. All right, five dollars now wins us two eighty. If we do the Stafford under, five dollar wins us nine oh five. Do that one. That's all a lot to root for. But now we're back. Now we're back up to eleven bet legs on this. And it's never hitting. But that's the fun of it. So here we go. We're doing it. It's locked in. Alright, that all definitely will hit. But I'm still going to now go back in and just bet on the Cardinals. What's my cut? Cover. Six dollars. <laughs> and then we're going to kind of hedge here. No hedging. We're going to bet five fifty just on the Cardinals to... To cover. Okay. That way, if all else fails, at least, at least the Cardinals covered, and we hit it. Maybe. Does all that right. win you your money back? Yeah. 
All right, that was me making a bet. <laughs> you're gonna the Rams are gonna kill the Cardinals. Yeah, you. When you're listening <laughs> to this tomorrow, you'll be able to tell how big of an idiot I am. Yeah, you only lose ten bucks. Yep. And but that's how you being gamblers. That's why I don't gamble. But yeah, but I'm a great gambler. Probably. I'm up two hundred and fifty percent. Woo! All right. So anything else you want to talk about before I end this? No, we got the podcast to record. That's true.